This is the Blood Red podcast from the Liverpool Echo, giving you the inside track on all the big talking points from Anfield. Hi, Jürgen. I know you've earned the right to do whatever you want in terms of uh, fielding uh, a side tomorrow. You, you, you may rotate, uh, leave players out. I think you've earned that right with five wins from five. So what what is your feeling around... Um, rotating aside ahead of, you know, another big Premier League game at the weekend against Villa? Yeah, we have to rotate, we will rotate. Um, that's clear. We have to, it's the main, it's the main, it's the headline actually. Uh, medical department would smash me if I would play the same side again. Um, and so we will make changes, but um, it's always like this. If you make changes, you get in fresh legs. If you get in fresh legs, you can have a higher energy level in the game. If you have a higher energy level, you have a chance to, to play a good game. And that's exactly what we, the idea behind it. Um, yeah, that's it pretty much. How does that go down with the likes of Mo Salah? Obviously, I'm not sure whether he's going to play tomorrow, but it, he'll be itching to play. He scored in each of Liverpool's last six away games in, in Europe. He, he breaks records galore. He's, he's heading towards Steven Gerrard's European target. So I'm, I'm assuming he's he's desperate to to uh, give you a nudge and play, isn't he? So we will not give you now the lineup, but I cannot change at all. So that's yeah. not true. So we need um, need to have uh, players on the pitch. So I cannot start with rotate and then start with nine or whatever. That's not possible. So, um, yeah, we will see if more plays or not and if he plays, if he can score or not or whatever. But the players are very understanding about the situation. Not only the players who don't play, the players who have to play as well. So um, that's how it is. We, we want to field the, the, the best possible side for the situation we are in. And um, we have we played five, five games in the last... 14 days, 15 days, which is, yeah, a lot. And um, and now we have to play after the Milan game, again, pretty much the same number of games in a similar amount of time. So uh, we have to, we have to make the right decisions and we will. And just on his, on his contract, I know there's quotes out today saying that it, it's in the hands of the management. He wants to stay. He says there's no problem, but we have to reach an agreement for the contract and it's up to them. So who's them? You and everyone else who negotiates with him? Oh, you know exactly what what, what is about and we, we, we are talking and um, whatever. Extending a contract with a player of uh, like Mo is, is not a thing you do. In a, um, you meet for a cup of tea in the afternoon and, and find agreement. That's completely normal. Uh, we have there's really nothing else to say about Mo speaks about it when he gets asked about it. I can only say a few things because all the rest is not for the public, obviously. Um, but um, I'm not sure if he gave the interview in, in English or if it got translated from English, uh, from um, Arabic into English. And that is a massive issue how we saw in the last few days again. Um, so that you, that's really a lot of things can happen when, when somebody tries to do that. Um, and that's Mo is fine. I'm fine. Um, I think what we want, what we all want, is clear. And things like this need time. That's it. Thank you, Alan. We'll go to Juliet from the room for BBC, and then we'll go to you. Um, yeah, if I talk about Dean Will he get his chance? <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty likely. <laughs> yeah. I was just wondering. Um, everyone calls him, you know. 
everyone can see what he does when he comes onto the pitch and the impact that he has. And we saw that against Wolves. In your time here, has he ever moaned at not getting more chances? Moan is not the right word, but of course he knocked on my door and we were talking about things. We work together as long as I'm here, pretty much. Uh, so that happened from time to time, but it's not about talking about things, it's about um, uh, letting things happen, and that for the players, always the same. Um, and uh, it's not that Div was now always in all situations in the best possible, in a world-class shape, and I just didn't bring him. So uh, he had got injuries in, in, in wrong moments. I, I still remember it, and that's one of my, that's one of the, uh, was a really, really decisive moment in the Everton game, and Div was flying that time. He played an away game at, at Dortmund. Dortmund was asking, what's that? What kind of strike is that? They lost only Lewandowski a few months before, I think, or, or, uh, or a year before. And they were like, oh my God, that's pretty much the same level and these kind of things. And then um, and they've got really badly injured. We had to rush him back for the European League final. These kind of things are influential for, for careers. And then step by step we improved and um, with with better specific lineup and it was um, very often with more Bobby and Sadio and and Div was in behind that and played the role there played more played less all these kind of things that's how life is but that says not we how said after the game if you are not a starter for Liverpool you can still be a world class player it's really possible um, I know people see that from time to time slightly different but it's possible and in specific moments. Diff is absolutely outstanding and everybody was overly happy when he scored the goal, not only because he scored the goal, but because he scored the goal. And it's a nice story, you know. Let's carry on from here. May I just have one more? Um, in terms of continues without giving too much away, are there any players that we could see making a return from injury, perhaps, that have been out rejoining the first team squad training? We have to see. Again, I'm in the hands of the medical department pretty much because we cannot um, I have really to to accept all the decisions that what we always do, but I have to as well in this situation as well. So we have players who are obviously played a lot of games and um, um, can I play, can we take them or whatever, can we bring them on? All can be the good thing about the Champions League is we have at least they have the chance to change five times. Um, and that's something really helpful and that's what we will use. But um, uh, Probably it's it's possible that the players from injury have a few minutes, but a few minutes you can, it's difficult to start if it's not you're not able to play 45. So, for changing in the first half is not my it's not my thing. I like to do too much. So um, yeah, hopefully. Hang on one second. Hi Jürgen, how are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm very well. Um, just another one, really, on Divokarigi. I mean, did he prove at the weekend that you don't only have great individuals at Liverpool, but you have a great team and a great squad? And is it great squads to actually go on and win things? Yeah, the last thing is definitely true. You can only win things with a fantastic squad. Um, did you ask if he proved it at the weekend? No, no I, I said he proved at the weekend that you have not only a great start, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. but yeah. But hopefully for you, not the first time. So, um, yeah. So we are... We are, happy, we are happy with the squad. We have we know each other for, for a long time. Most of us, um, we, we, work to, we love to work together. Um, we know our roles, all these kind of things. We can... Some, I think our football looks much 
more mature um, than in the past. So because we just played longer together, and yes, the boys have a very good relationship uh, relationship between each other. So um, yeah, we have a good squad, and um, I'm not sure if that if we proved that at the weekend, but. Um, uh, we, I think rather we proved that really a lot of times and the weekend was just one more time maybe. And is it finally, is it the hardest part of your job to keep people like Divock or Rigi happy who aren't playing every week and maybe you do come and knock on the door? Is, is that almost one of the most difficult things to, to be able to keep players who you know you are going to need at some point happy? I'm not sure if it's just the most difficult thing in the job, but it's 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 one thing to do in the job. It's it's like that. Players have to feel um, needed. Players have to feel um, that we uh, value their quality, uh, that we need them, all these kind of things. And um, that, yeah, it's it's part of the job. And um, but first and foremost, the job of the player is that's in all teams the same. They have to train. That I have to make really difficult decisions. That's that's how it is. And then we all have to accept that I only can start eleven and three can come on. So um, in the long term, everybody can be happy. In the short term, sometimes not. But in the long term, I think really our players are all fine. Um, but uh, that doesn't help in the moment sometimes. Yeah, not wanting to make it all, all about Divock, but he, he's, he scored some, as we all know, he scored some important goals in some important games, and he, he hasn't played a lot. So what does that say about him, you know, from a mentality point of view, that he can come on and have that effect, having not had the rhythm and, and had the advantage that the players have had to play it's, on? It's one, it's one special thing in his skill set. It's not the only thing. It's not that he can only come on and play well. So how is that? And he had brilliant games for us from the start. Uh, and um, one of the one of the most one of the biggest games in our history against Barcelona, I started, for example, and played an incredible game and scored the goals in the right moments and stuff like this. So, um, yeah, it's just just part of his skill set. That's it. But he's um, he's a very positive person. That's for sure. And he is, um, yeah, incredibly talented. That's just how it is. He can shoot with right and left. He's um, he's. His technical level is incredible. He's really, really, really quick. He's in the air, how we all know, a monster as well. So um, it's really, it's really interesting, really interesting package. But that doesn't mean that you are a constant starter for Liverpool FC because the quality we have, that's how it is. But that's how life is. There are worse things than being not a constant starter for, for Liverpool FC, I tell you. It was really nice to be part of this squad. It's unbelievably nice to be part of this um, uh, team and all these kind of things. So it's it's all good, but it's nice that he has that skill and uh, that he used it at the weekend. Is it be important for him to get minutes looking ahead to, to January when you're going to be without without Mo and Sadio? He's going to have to play more of a, a regular role, so he needs to get the minutes in the back. Obviously, he showed he does need a long warm up, so uh, <laughs> uh, we will see what happens after that. Yeah, and the way in which someone like Tyler Morton has burst onto the scene this season and other young players as well, does that give you kind of more kind of faith and, and trust you can make changes, yet you know that this, the standard will remain high? And, and what enables players here to be able to step in when they haven't played much football? And deliver at that kind of level. Is it the training environment in terms of the intensity they're used to? Yeah, that's how it is. We play, or we train, 
and we all know we've said plenty of times I would love we could train more often because then we could play much more intense. That's how it is. But um, just in in the in the specific things, the exercises we do, it's all about doing the things what we need to do in a football game with the right intensity and as often as somehow possible. And um, yeah. There are a lot of a lot of really good young players in this club at the moment. Uh, really, really big pros, prospects, and I'm really happy about that. Um, and Tal is one of them. So the only one, I think. Um, yeah, we will have more young boys tomorrow um, traveling with us and in the squad. Um, so that's important. And let's see if they will play or not. But um, they are only with us because they have the quality to play the football we want them to, we want to play. Final question, Michael. Uh, Kumo, or Kumo, who's on the uh, Zoom. Michael, if you can unmute yourself and ask a question, Michael, that's coming in. And a reminder that Kostas Timikis is coming in next. Michael, if you'd like to ask your question, now's the time. Um, I'm not sure you're, you're on mute here and we can't see you. So if, if you don't appear in the next few seconds, I'm afraid we'll have to go and we'll bring Kostas in to do one more chance. Michael? Hello, Michael. Sì, mister, mister, buongiorno. La mia domanda è questa. La, la passione per lei è, è tutto. La passione di un giocatore come Ibrahimovic o di uno stadio come San Siro, quanto può cambiare il Milan rispetto alla gara di andata? No. No, can't hear. So Sorry, Mike, could you ask in English? I understood Ibrahimovic. <laughs> Michael, sorry, the, the translation didn't work. I hear absolutely nothing. No, is it? Devo ripetere. Ibrahimovic is a great player. <laughs> sorry, Michael, apologies. The problems are end if we, uh, we can't get the translation through on the. Uh... No, dicevo, se, se posso ripetere, eh, la, la passione per lei, mister, è una cosa importantissima. La passione di un giocatore come Ibrahimovic, che domani ci sarà, e di uno stadio come San Siro, quanto può cambiare il Milan rispetto alla partita di andata? Passione? Could be passion. Mohamed Salah, Ibrahimovic, San Siro? I'm looking forward to play in San Siro, I can tell you. First time for me. Um, it's not the first time that we play Slatan Ibrahimovic, but it's great to have players involved like Mo and him. But thank God they're not the only two who are on the pitch. Otherwise, San Siro would be too big. Um, so, hope to see you tomorrow and could answer your question then. Sorry. The Blood Red Podcast from the Liverpool Echo. Kostas, good, good afternoon. Um, you've started eight games this season. Um, do you see these sort of matches as a, a real opportunity to impress and cement a regular first team place in the side? Uh, with the evening, uh, I'm very happy for that. What, uh, what uh, I did in the, the team, I played ten ga eight games. I start eight games. Uh, I'm very happy for that. Uh, for for me and for every player who play tomorrow is is a big challenge. Uh, we want to to win every game and 
we try to do exactly this in tomorrow's game. I know it's very difficult to get into this very good Liverpool side, but you're you're 25 years of age now, and and obviously you're developing well under under Jurgen Klopp. But do you really see the next couple of years as being very important in terms of getting more matches and and becoming a, a regular? Uh, I hope uh, for me it was a dream. I had a young kid uh, to play in a big team. Uh, my my dream came true. I came to Liverpool. I'm very happy to work with with these players, with this uh, golfer. It's very important. Uh, but for me, I think I have to a lot of things to to show, and I will try to do it in every single moment they give me the chance. Okay, we'll get to Ian from Talksport, please. For the next question. Hi, hey, how are you? You right? Yeah, are you okay? Yeah, very good. Thank you. How difficult. As a player, to play in these games when you've we've won every game in the group so far, you've already qualified, uh, and you've got lots of games coming up to, here at home before Christmas. How, how difficult mentally is it for a player to, to get up for these games? Uh, I think every game uh, is is very difficult for us. Uh, we play for 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 the same result every game. Uh, we face uh, one very good team, but we will do exactly the same as we did before to to, to play good football and to win this game. And the other question from me, the, the celebration from the manager at the weekend after Divock Origi's goal, um, how is your neck? And <laughs> did you know that uh, Jürgen Klopp was going to go quite as excited as he did with you? In this moment, uh, you can't control your, your emotions. Uh, at this moment, uh, I really don't remember when he catched my neck, but <laughs> now I'm fine. Uh, <laughs> I think I can play tomorrow. Uh, but was was very good goal from uh, Divok, and he gave us this happiness and uh, what we want. We want it in the, in the whole game. Okay, Julia, what should we do too, Sorry. Um, Costas, going on from... The touchline celebrations. Jurgen Klopp before you just a few moments ago said that great squads go on to win things. So whilst you're not a regular first team player, how would you sum up this squad that Liverpool have? Because you all seem to push each other on. Yeah, we are like a family. Like a family. Uh, no matter who is playing and who is on the bench, everybody wants the, the good for the team. This is the most important. Uh, everybody is very happy when we win and everybody is very sad when we lose. Uh, every Everybody play for each other, for each other, like to help uh, every player in the pitch. And we celebrate all together like crazy when we score in the 95 minutes. Um, because, you know, you needed time to adapt to the Premier League. I know that Andy Robertson had time as well. So how would you say you have developed since you arrived here at Liverpool and how Jurgen Klopp has developed you as a player. Uh, I think my my I develop a lot as a player. Uh, the boss helps me a lot. Uh, last year, even when I was uh, was injured, I had the COVID. It was a very tough moment for me. But during the time, I try I, I tried a lot. I work a lot. I try to 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 think what he wants in the game. 
to I saw Robo a lot of times when he played to try to do exactly the same. Uh, it takes time when you work with one gaffer like like this we have. And I develop a lot and uh, still I have a lot of to improve. Talking about the squad, not so much the team, you know, that they are five and being the Champions League and, and it become the first Liverpool team to, to win all six games. Um, is that the incentive for Liverpool to win all six games in this Champions League group? Yeah, when we when we saw the draw, I think uh, as a team we had the the most difficult draw. But we we look all the time the every game, game by day, game by game. Uh, from the start, we we say we we have to win all the games to to build this momentum, and we will try to to do exactly the same for for tomorrow's game. Because that that would be something to become the first Liverpool team to win all six of their group games in the Champions League. Yeah, we, we want to, to do that. It's very important for us and hopefully we will do it tomorrow. Also. You said back there that Jürgen had helped you quite a lot. Can you just expand on, on some of the things he, might, he has done with you or some of the things he's said to you, encouragement he's given you? Uh, when I came here, I, I used to play like differently in uh, Olympiacos when I was before. Uh, of course, new manager wanted uh, new things. He he saw me when uh, we were out outside in the pitch when I was fit. He tried to show me to to tell me what he wants exactly to be sure. Uh, always he was next to me. He tried to 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 help me always, and he helped me a lot. And thank him a lot. Um, was always there for me even when I ask him something. Where even when I want something for him to tell me. And uh, I, I want to uh, thank you a lot. You said, you said it was all your dream to play for a big club and your first season was a difficult season, we know, with, with everything. Was there, has there been a moment where you, you finally you know, realised you're at this big club and, and you're, you're a big part of, of what is happening at that club? Is there, is there a moment you think, right, this is it, this is, this is where I am now? Yes, of course. To be honest, uh, when I played Olympiacos, I didn't think too much to I can be a part of this big family, the very historically team. But when I came here, I say my dream came true. Uh, I'm I'm in the team I was dreamed about, and I have to I have to work a lot if I want to to reach this level. I uh, really really work a lot, and I'm very happy for that. Was there a specific game? I mean, what, what do you consider your best game so far? What? What do you consider to be your the best game you've played so far for Liverpool? Uh, I think I enjoy a lot of all the games I play here. Uh, to be honest, uh, when you when you play for this team with the crowd next to you, like to to give you extra pushing, uh, it's not possible. Don't give your best. Uh, I enjoyed all every game, every single game. I play for this family, and I will enjoy uh, every single game I will play. And you've got this nickname of the Greek Scouser. What what makes you what makes you a Scouser? <laughs> uh, because with the with the boys here, we try. I try to to speak Scouser sometimes. <laughs> I try. I'm not good enough. Uh, and I'm Greek also, and that's why Greek Scouser. What's your
Fescouse. <laughs> I don't want to say anymore because we saw what happened with Fabinho with the chicken. <laughs> to be honest, uh, I don't have any word like as a favorite, but I try always to to speak, and I think I I, I do. I'm in a good level. <laughs> Was incredible moment for me. Uh, the the fans were amazing. They gave me what what every player wants from from the crowd. Uh, every player helps when you see the, the a lot of people like clapping the, their hands and uh, for you. Uh, I'm I'm very very happy for that. And I think this helps me helps me a lot for the the next game I played uh, to be in the best the best uh, shape and I prove a lot because I saw I saw the people that they were so warm with me and the was very 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 good feeling for me. Costas, I know during your time at Liverpool you struck up a good friendship with Mo Salah. Um, how did that come about? What what is it about? You two that get on so well. Uh, I think uh, Mo is one of my best mates here. Uh, always, when I when I want something, he was there for me to to help me. Uh, very very big person. I don't want to speak about the player. It's fantastic. And as a person, is one of the best I saw in my life. I met in my life. Uh, it was that was there when when I want him when I, I need him. Uh, to tell me what the manager wants, or and was always there to help me. And we are we are very good friends. We we spend a lot of time here in the in training ground together, and we have a lot of chats. Is there anyone better in world football at the moment? My opinion, I think not. Uh, he's doing very very good. For me, he's the best player in the world at this this moment. You've been listening to the Blood Red Podcast from the Liverpool Echo.